Welcome to the Prophetic Bread Podcast. I am your host, Raphael Yeshaya. I bring prophetic revelations on finances and personal growth. If you are here, it's because God has brought you here by power of the prophetic. And I hope you have a blessed. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, copy the share link of this podcast, and share it with as many prophetic people as you can because God God speaks. speaks. And he lives. There is a beautiful thing in the Gospels that we see. And even today, we go like, oh my goodness, without this in life, I couldn't be anybody, anything. So what is this? This beautiful thing of the Gospels that we see in our lifetime. And I think it's going to be there like forever until Jesus returns. For real, calling me right now. This beautiful thing that we—that's why it's good to record at night. No kidding, my goodness, people start calling me and stuff like that. That's just horrible. My friends, let me tell you that there is this beautiful thing in the gospel that we call forgiveness. What is forgiveness, my friends? Forgiveness is like receiving the full grace of God. Okay, so there is a difference between like forgiveness and mercy. So I'm going to come, I'm not going to come up with anything theological. I'm not going to come with it, come up with anything complicated. My main goal here is to make it as simple as possible. I'm like your blender. I am your blender. You're putting all the complicated stuff and I give you everything ready to go you know i am your kind of fast food thing i am your but natural organic stuff instead of junk i'm gonna give you real stuff but i'm gonna make everything a lot easier so you can grasp and understand all right my friends what is this thing called grace grace is to receive something that you are not supposed to receive and what is mercy mercy is for you to receive something that you're supposed to i think i messed up here i think grace actually grace is for you to receive something that you're not supposed to okay so let's let's do it again because i'm confused myself so grace Okay, I'm trying Portuguese here. Graça você receber aquilo que você não merece e a misericórdia é você, na verdade, misericórdia é você não receber aquilo que você merece e a graça é você não receber aquilo que você merece. Oh, actually, there we go. I know now. All right, guys. So, here's the thing. There's a difference between um, mercy and grace, right? What is grace? Grace is for you to receive something that you are not supposed to receive. And mercy is you receiving... Okay, mercy is you not receiving something that you're supposed to receive. So what is grace? Grace is like presents that God gives you that you're not supposed to receive. Mercy is you not receiving something that you're supposed to. Judgment. Right. So, this beautiful thing called grace. I'm sorry, forgiveness. So, what is forgiveness? Forgiveness is... Okay, I'm going to tell you guys this story. I, you know, my mom... uh, I called my mom this Sunday and then she told me about my granny. Uh, I called my mom this Sunday and then she told me about my granny. 
that is a specific reason why I'm not like too passionate about ministry, like in a secular way. Um, I don't know, maybe something that I have to heal myself from, or I don't know. But all this kind of stuff that people like, like fame and, you know, uh, gathering multitudes and always being there on evidence for the ministry and getting connected for ministry purposes. Uh, I don't know. I'm not into this, you know. I I don't know. I think we have to come through a, a new reformation regarding the way we do ministry nowadays. I feel like evidence is good, influence is good, but if we are just connecting to other people and trying to get more people to our ministry, so our ministry get known, I think there is a problem there. So, the best way would be like adding value to people, teaching people about like what, like family, you know, family is the biggest, biggest ministry ever. That's it. There is no other like bigger ministry than your family. Your family should be your first first ministry. For example, okay, you go to a church. I'm going to tell you guys something that's going to shock you. It's going to offend you. For instance, like, look at this. Your mother is ill, okay? But you go to a church. You give 10% of your tithes to the church, to the church that you go to. Let's suppose that your tithes is like $2,000. Example, $2,000 tithes. But your mom is ill and she's coming through some sort of like situation in her family. She's sick. She's sick. She can't provide for herself. You guys need money to assist your mother. Where should you give your tithes? To the church or to your mother? You got to give it to your mother. Oh my gosh, this is so shocking. I, I got to give it to the church. Well, let me tell you guys. The church that you go to might not need as much money at that moment than your mom. Because your family is the first ministry. Your mother is your pastor. Hands down, seriously. Like when God created Adam and Eve... He created a family. So, God's ministry is families. So, your family goes before the ministry. Like a secular ministry kind of thing. So, if your mom is ill and you go to a church and you, you have like $2,000 tithes, your, your tithe is not going to the church. Your tithe is going to your mom. Because your mom is your pastor. Your mom is your ministry. So this is how I think things should be done because of the Bible. So family. So first God. Then we have family. Then we have, then we have our businesses and then ministry. And what I tell you is something very biblical. Because none of the apostles were employees. All of the apostles were business owners. So basically, including Jesus himself. So basically, before he went full-time in the ministry. So basically, we have Apostle Paul, Apostle Peter, 
Apostle John and all the other apostles, they had their businesses on the side and still did ministry. Because that's the way it's supposed to be done. You got to use the money of your income and invest in your ministry. Listen, the world that we are in today is extremely westernized. It's extremely westernized. We have been taught that every single money that we come up with, that we have, that we generate, has to go to a church. Okay, that's awesome. But if you are not spiritually fed in your own church and you take 10% of your income and give it to your church, you are encouraging to be spiritually dead. You got to give it to the place where you feel like spiritually like spiritually fed. If your church doesn't feed you, why do you give your money there? Where does from forgiveness comes in, right? Well, this is what I'm trying to tell you guys about. Like, my grandfather was a pastor. My um, my granny was also a, a, a she was a, a powerful prophet. And uh, but then something happened there that I want to talk about. They, they had a problem. Then okay, I'm going to tell you guys about. So basically, um, my grandfather. My, my, my grandfather, my grandfather cheated on my grandma and my granny got so mad at it that she, uh, you know, they filed for divorce. That was something very horrible. Then uh, once she did it, uh, she got sick, right? She got a stroke. She developed a stroke and... Uh, she, you know, she's on, on bed sick, and my grandfather is with a new family, right? So that's something very chaotic. I mean, like, everybody in the family backslid, you know, nobody stayed, you know, everybody actually took their own ways, and there was something terrible, something horrible. So my granny, before she got sick, she received the prophecy and this prophecy said there was a you know prophets of the lord they show up like when you least expect and show up you know so this prophet of god came to my granny and she said i i am the lord your god i know all things that happen in your life i see what happened right there don't do anything i'm gonna take care of everything for you if you do anything ahead of me, you will end up sick and eventually die. Someone that didn't even know about my granny and they didn't even know what was going on. So what happened was that my granny disobeyed the word and she did whatever it was best in her head. She asked for judgment, justice, and um, she did some sort of retaliation against the situation. What happened was that she developed a stroke and then stayed on bed, now sick, with half of her body paralyzed. So for 10 years, she stayed on that bed. But it's funny, not, not, nothing funny here, but like interesting, that on the last, the last year of her life, on the 10th year, while being on bed sick, half paralyzed, my mom was praying and other friends were praying and then she decided to forgive my grandfather. And she did. She went ahead and forgave my grandfather. And she said, 
you know, she could barely speak, but she was like, I want to forgive him. And then my mom and everybody was like, oh, wow, she's going to finally forgive dad. You know, that's, that's, that's awesome. My goodness, took her 10 years. Okay. So, um, coincidentally, that's the interesting thing. Like, coincidentally, right? Um, my grandfather showed up over her house on that same day. In the morning, she woke up and she said, I want to forgive him. Then he showed up there home and he said, well, um, I came here because I want to apologize for all misunderstanding. I'm sorry that I cheated on you, committed adultery and stuff like that. And he was just like putting out her his heart and my granny just listening. I don't know if she shed tears or not, but then she was just like expressing a lot of thoughts and my granny forgave him. They hugged each other and they took separate ways. In the afternoon, my grandma passed away. She went to heaven. So what my mom was telling me is like, dang it, it took her 10 years to forgive my father, my mom was saying. Now, can you imagine how crazy that is? It took her 10 years. If she had forgiven him earlier, even, even like on the first year that she was sick, she would probably be in heaven already because God was only keeping her alive so she could ask for forgiveness and then be graduated to heavens. So every time that we see a situation like, well, why, am I bless why is my blessing not coming my way? Why, why don't I have my blessings? Why, why is this thing not happening? Why don't I see the blessing coming? And everybody around you see, sees that you are not receiving your blessing. And either you like it or not, people get demotivated for your lack of blessings. People really do. Especially when we, you have people around you that love you. Even though you may think like, man, it's not a good deal for me. But it's a good deal for them. Your absence, the, the absence of your blessing disappoints and discourages people around you. So, every time that we focus on forgiving others, and we do, blessings come our way. Blessings come our way to the point where we are now complete because of forgiveness. So we got to investigate our personal lives and see, why am I not receiving my blessing? Is it because maybe I got to forgive someone? The moment you forgive that person, immediately in heavens, you shake the whole paradigm. The blessing will come to you. Even if your blessing is in wrong hands, even if your blessing is with somebody else, the moment you forgive that person, the blessing will come to you. That's my message for today, my friends. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, also on iTunes. And if you are here on YouTube for the first time, I just ask you, come on, subscribe to this channel, hit the like button, click the like button. Don't forget to hit the bell and I see you next time. Never forget, my friends, God, God speaks. speaks. 
and he lives. Hey, that's awesome that you stayed until the very end of this podcast today in our episode. I hope to see you by next week. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast at Prophetic Bread and share this content with as many people as possible because you might be the answer of somebody else's prayer. Someone out there is looking to get the answers that you just got for your personal growth. That's it, my friends, for now. And never forget, God speaks and he lives. Thank you.